Hey guys, how's everyone doing this week? Welcome back to Love Handles, a podcast hosted by Tovin Wild and hosted by me, Drew Albo, also known as the artist formerly known as Malcolm Gladwell and or Prince. I got a microphone this week, so that's really exciting. (laughs) I wanted to talk to you guys about something this week, uh, about productivity and just like owning your craft and your time, which is kind of ironic because like for the most part this week was not very productive as far as like things that I would like to get done or do. I mean, it was in a sense because like Passover is coming up tomorrow, literally, because I'm recording this today, Thursday, at nine o'clock in the morning. And so I got things and preparations and all of the stuff, like, prepared for Passover, but I have not been that productive with my time as far as, like, writing or, you know, working on some posts or blog posts or things like that or, or really just anything. I mean, even this week with the podcast, I wanted to, like, I set the intention Monday to, like, okay, I'm writing everything, I have a draft made, I have all of this stuff set up, and this is what I want to talk about, and this is what I want to share. And then here I am, Thursday morning, trying to, like, schlep this together in a matter of seconds uh, in order to publish it. And so that's kind of disappointing, but it got me thinking. So here I am trying to preach to you what I don't practice, which is being productive, My sister is someone that I would consider to be very productive, at least for the most part with her time, but she kind of does this like method, I think it's called the Pomodoro method, where you're on for 15 minutes and off for 15 minutes, and she basically like sets a million alarms all throughout the day of like reminders of things that she needs to get done or, you know, situations. And although that is like extremely annoying to me, because every time that I visit her, All I'm hearing is like, you know, the iPhone alarm going off in the background. But for the most part, she manages to like remember to do tasks where me, I used to do and write like a bunch of to do lists. And then what happened was is I never carried the to do list around with me. So then I tried to do them on my phone, but then I never looked at the app. So I have yet to find a method that works for my madness. Other than I mean, generally just like remembering the things that I need to do. I know, like, for the most part, my schedule and my mind space is pretty open to be able to, like, allow a lot of things to fill it and a lot of, like, tasks to fill it. And so for the most part, I can stay up on certain things. I think when it gets a little sketchy is when there is a lot to do. And then I'm like, oh, no, I forgot to do this or I slipped up on doing this or I'm 15 minutes late for this. And then I feel like I'm just, like, freaking out constantly. I think actually my mom uses the Pomodoro method as well, except instead of doing 15 minutes, she makes it like 20 minutes or an hour because she's always like sending me. By the way, if you don't know, I have the most motivational, encouraging parents in the in the world. Like literally, they're constantly posting on Instagram. And yes, they both have Instagrams like inspirational quotes and messages and phrases like keep going and just, you know, keep swimming or something like that. And my mom always sends me things on like how to be productive and how to be efficient. Um, And one of those methods is like being productive for 20 minutes and then rewarding yourself with like two minutes of non-productivity or something like that, which I have found 
completely ineffective because I get out of my headspace and then I'm distracted and want to do something else entirely. So it's hard for me to like rein myself back in. My dad, on the other hand, is someone who has always just been like, do the hard stuff first, do it well, and then the easy stuff will be fun and easy. So do that after, which is really great. And for the most part is how I've done things. I think maybe where I get a little unproductive is maybe in the planning and that I might be a little bit of a rebel without a cause. The other day, for example, I was reading on uh, Goop a post about Gretchen Rubin, who's basically like a a previous lawyer, a best-selling author of like Better Than Before and The Happiness Project. And she just like wrote a book called The Four Tendencies in which she explores like four different types of personality types and why they and why certain things are easier for them to accomplish and harder for other people to accomplish. It basically like delves into human nature and all of those like fascinating aspects to personalities and, you know, tries to teach us how to work with our inherent tendencies to like better our lives. So she starts to explain it as like outer expectations are the expectations that come to us from other people, like work deadlines or requests from a friend to hang out. It's something that's like coming from outside of ourselves where our inner expectations are obviously like the things that are coming from ourselves. Like, oh, I want to keep a New Year's resolution or I want to write a novel or I really would like to, you know, get back to playing the guitar or something like that. So then depending on a combination of whether or not you meet your outer or inner expectations or resist your outer or inner expectations, you fall into like one of the four categories. The four categories are the upholders, the questioners, the obligers, and the rebels. And the upholders pretty much always meet both outer and inner expectations. They meet their work deadlines, they keep their New Year's resolutions, they want to know what others expect from them, um, and their expectations for themselves are just as important as the outer expectations from other people. Then you have the questioners, who basically question everything. They do something only if it makes sense, so they make everything an inner expectation. If it meets their inner standards, then they're great. If not, then they'll resist it. They basically like don't like anything arbitrary or inefficient or unjustified. They always want to know why I should be doing this. The obligers readily meet outer expectations, but they never meet their inner expectations. They meet work deadlines, but they struggle to meet their New Year's resolutions. She basically uses this example of like, a friend of her saying, I don't understand it. When I was in high school track team, I never missed practice. I did it all the time. I ran regularly. So why can't I go running now? I never run. And the reason is pretty much clear because when she had a team and a coach, depending on her, she met the outer expectations. But for herself and trying to motivate herself to go running on her own to fulfill her inner expectations, she kind of struggled. The last one is pretty much where I fall into, which is like the rebel, which defy all outer and inner expectations. You know, they're the type of people who want to to do what they want, when they want, in their own way, in their own time. If you ask or tell them to do something, they're likely to resist. They don't like to tell themselves what to do. For instance, like 
they wouldn't sign up for a 10 a.m. yoga class on Saturday because they don't know what they'll want to do on Saturday. And the idea of something expecting them to show up someplace is most likely going to annoy them, making them flake out and not show up. Which, for the most part, has pretty much been true for the majority of my life. As soon as someone else expects me to do something or even I expect myself to do something, I immediately don't want to do it. And I'm trying to wrap this back around to, you know, setting the intention to uh, be productive this week and then basically not allowing myself any time or, or giving myself any tools to actually be productive. Which is kind of annoying because if I'm true to, you know, this personality type, then what do I do in order to stop rebelling against myself, you know? If I want to be productive, then what do I need to do in order to do it? And how do I tell myself to do it without then resenting the fact that I'm telling myself to do something? Does that make sense? I know that's kind of a lot to just like throw on you in the matter of like 10 minutes, but I wanted to just like open the dialogue with in like in regards to productivity and accomplishments and, you know, essentially just trying to be and accomplish more throughout our lives. I think it's an interesting take if you try to like break it down into four types of personalities and then trying to build off of, you know, how I can work better and be better for myself and for others. I mean, not just in regards to like personal things, but also like as a matter of like being productive and making sure that like you're doing things efficiently and working hard and and not just slacking off because we're Americans, goddammit. We work hard. I'm definitely going to get like an explicative marking on this podcast now because I just swore for the first time. I think the thing that then might be most important to take away is just to like consider why you're doing the things that you're doing and why you're making the choices that you're making. I think the thing that might be most important to take away is maybe just like being mindful of why you're doing the things that you're doing and why you're making the decisions that you're making. I know that this like can't be summarized in one just quick little 10 minute podcast, which is probably going to be 11 or 12 minutes by the time it ends. But I wanted to get the conversation starting just I mean, in order to just be a little bit more jeeting productive. And who knows, you know, maybe this week, you'll start thinking of these things. And you'll go back to the podcast and be like, I am totally a questioner. But wait, why am I a questioner? I don't think that's right. Which then just proves that you're a questioner. Well, that's all I have to share with you today. Who knows? Look up for the upcoming blogs and maybe we'll elaborate a little bit more on this topic. In the meantime, I'd love to hear some comments from all of you and some feedback. I always get DMs and private messages, but I never get comments. So comment. Give me feedback. Give me a five-star rating on iTunes. And as always, subscribe. Okay, bye. I love you all. Have a wonderful weekend. And have a happy Passover!